0: guys welcome to cicadas colts and coffee <laughs> i'm kelsey and i'm bren can you hear them they're whispering sweet nothings in your ear
1: pause oh spooky <laughs> <laughs> It is officially cicada season. It is
0: officially terrifying that they're under our feet until they emerge every seventeen years. They're
1: literally zombie bugs. <laughs> they're disgusting. That freaks me out. What do they do under there? And then they should, for
0: real though. Are they actually moving or are they like hibernating? Like still? dormant. Yeah. They don't
1: move at all. And they're, then like what wakes them up though? The vibrations I don't know. of the earth.
0: I don't know. Every 17 years, the earth shakes and they're like, oh, it's time. And then they come out out and they shed their little skin and then they die. Ew. Or go back underground. Do they die? I have no clue. Oh, that's something I want to know. I want to know more about them, but I don't. How (laughs) long does cicada live? They remind me of, like, mole people. Have you ever heard of the mole people? Yeah. They remind me of mole people. Because they live underground. Yeah. Or, uh, what's that movie? War of the
1: Worlds, where the aliens are just living under Earth, and then they (laughs) emerge. (laughs) those are cicadas. Ew, I saw, um, a shell of one the other day, and I thought it was one, and it scared the shit out of me, but it wasn't. It was just its shell. Oh, they're so creepy, but so
0: nostalgic.
1: Ew, why? They remind me of my childhood. Ew. (laughs) I don't remember them ever being... Like, around. Oh, I do. I remember them being around, like, when I was in high school, and that was, like, the last time I remember.
0: No, I remember, as a kid, them... What's the difference between cicadas and locusts? Ew, I think there's definitely a big difference.
1: Really? Yeah. Because I remember locusts, but maybe they were all along just cicadas. They're equally terrifying,
0: (laughs) but there's a difference. Ew. I think cicadas, I mean... Don't come at me if I'm wrong, because I'm not an expert on bugs. You bug (laughs)
1: enthusiast.
0: I shall become one. No, I think cicadas have a harder shell, and locusts are more, like, flighty,
1: like... Wingy. Yeah. I don't know. That's great. That's just what I'm thinking. (laughs) Ew, I'm just... I'm not gonna... Do they do anything beneficial? Um... Don't they, like, harm the trees or something? Probably... I don't think that they're, let's check this out. I feel like we've had an a weird amount of strange insects lately on the planet. Like, the murder hornets. Like, what the fuck is that? I
0: know. No, thank you. And then what were the, what are those other, um. Oh, the, those spotted yeah. lantern flies. Yeah, lantern flies. Yeah, yeah. You have to kill them. Yeah. 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 Oh, it says, uh, they have an exceptionally loud song produced in the mo- in most species by the rapid buckling and unbuckling of drum-like timbles. Ew, Whatever that's the a f- very intense description. <laughs> the earliest known fossil appeared in the upper Permian period. Yeah, this is terrifying. Inter- and that was your lesson? Intervals emerge in predictable intervals of 13 or 17 years. Oh. They're underground
1: nymphs. Ew. <laughs> Ew, that was your lesson on cicadas. That's the end of our podcast. Have a great <laughs> <See ya. week. laughs> Oh
0: god. I'm gonna go burrow for, for the next seventeen years. Don't you
1: wish? Like come out
0: and be like, Wow. I just wanna know what they're doing down there.
1: They're being Are nymphs. they crawling beneath our feet? No, they're being nymphs. Don't nymphs not have feet. But
0: nymphs are nymphs remind me of fairies, not cicadas that's disgusting. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to know. Okay, let's get into it.
1: So (laughs) we're going to talk about last weekend. So this past weekend was my bridal shower in Pittsburgh. Yay, Kelsey. It was really fun. It was tacos and wine and queso and it was really good. All my favorite things. But before we had a long ass car ride, it was literally like five and a half hours.
0: Yeah, and we stopped a couple times, which Made it a little longer. Yeah,
1: so we were in the car, trapped in there, and Brynn was like, "Do you want me to do a reading for you?" Cause I was, you know, obviously bridal shower. You want your mom to be there. I was missing my mom, and she's like, "I could do a reading." I was like, "Sure, that would actually be great." So, she does this amazing hour long ish reading. It was that long, Thank right? Thank
0: you. Yeah, it had to. Have, I think it was like an hour, hour and a half.
1: It was possibly really good. pushing
0: two hours. And she
1: was just like. One after another, like, bringing up, like, childhood memories at first. And then, oh, I remember one of the crazy things that you brought up. Um, she's like, I feel like you have this plate. Oh, um, yeah. She's like, I feel like Boy, you have this shelf. plate in your ha- in your house. And it has, like, plants or, like, fruit on it. Berries. Berries. Like, a uh,
0: picture or a, a uh, carving or whatever yeah. of berries and, and
1: plants. plants. Yeah. And I was like... Oh my god, I just went through all of my kitchen stuff and threw a ton of stuff away and kept one of my mom's glass, like, serving plates that, and I verified with my sister, she used to serve Thanksgiving on it Aww. every year, and it has grapes and leaves and plants <laughs> and all of the above.
0: We are both mind blown. yeah.
1: And then mom woke up and she was like, what? What's happening? <laughs> yeah. We were like, oh my God. we were like,
0: you just slept for an hour and missed the reading. Yeah.
1: That's what happened. No, she did really good. Kept bringing up little things here and there. And then a couple things we were like, I'm not totally sure. Like, we'll just keep them in the back of our minds. Mm-hmm. Two of those things were the word colander and muffin tins. And I was like, I don't have any like specific memories. Like my mom didn't really bake. I don't know. So we're like, we'll just put a pin in it and like remember it. Mm-hmm. So, I have the chills right now. I know. So I'm opening up. Everyone probably thought we were crazy. I'm opening up presents like during my shower, you know, and like everyone's like staring at me. And I opened a gift for my aunt, and it was a set of colander. And a set of muffin tins. (laughs) And I looked at Bryn with, like, the biggest eyes. We were just both staring at each other. And I was like, what the fuck? And I told Jamie about this afterwards, my sister, and she was like, I knew something happened, and I knew I had to ask later, because I was not about to ask that moment.
0: Yeah. So that was obviously, for anyone who hasn't been to a medium, that was obviously validation for Kelsey that... At that moment, when I was telling her, we didn't know what it was yet, but it was Mm -hmm. validation that her mom was there in that moment at her shower
1: Yeah, while she was
0: opening that gift because spirit knows things before they happen, so her mom obviously knew about that gift.
1: Yeah, I was like, holy shit, (laughs) I just need to keep going before I think too much into it. (laughs) Um, And then, what, a couple things the night before the shower as well, my brother's girlfriend brought up. Um, she brought up olives and that was it was just so random because it was like the most random set of things and then like they were just brought up by my brother's girlfriend in conversation
0: yeah um What was that word? Actually, I just, for some reason, this just kicked back into my brain and I hadn't thought about it since I said it. What was that word that you used to describe baloney that your mom used to eat? And I had never even heard of it. And I said
1: it. She said it. She said it first. She was like, what's jumbo land? And I was like, oh my God. No, jambalaya. Or jambalaya. Or jumbo.
0: Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah.
1: Um, in Pittsburgh, people call bologna jumbo. Which I had no clue. And she didn't know that. And, like, jumbo was probably one of my mom's favorite things ever. <laughs> and she wrapped it around, like, pickles, which sounds fucking disgusting, but whatever. And she's like, what the fuck is jumbo? I'm like, that's literally Pittsburgh bologna. Yeah.
0: And it then I remember very... my mom and I both smelled bologna in the car right yeah, after Yeah, I that. didn't
1: thank the Lord <laughs> for that because it smells nasty. Which
0: is. Again, a validation from spirit. And what like, was yes. the one thing that was said and we all got chills? Yeah, and
1: I said um, that is... It was dimensional. That heaven is dimensional. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We were thinking, because, like, Bryn was saying that it may be... She thinks that it's closer. Heaven is closer than we feel in the sense of, like, it's not above us. Like, we think of it as, like, up in the sky. It's, like, on the same plane, but different. Like, almost like a dimension. Uh-huh and we, all got, we ch- all got the like really bad body chills and we were like shivering
0: yeah because your mom said heaven is closer than you think yeah yeah so weird crazy. so good oh and the plume grass that's what Elena
1: brought up as yeah. well brim was like what is plume grass i was like i have no idea so we looked it up and it's pompous grass in case you didn't know <laughs> Yeah, it's just another word for it apparently yeah and i'm that's like most of the decorations at my wedding is going to be pompous grass. Yeah. So, and then Elena brought it up that night. I was like, what the
0: fuck so is going strange. on? And we brought, I brought up a three and a seven.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, which my at first we were like I don't know, like together. Well, I
0: said, did she, did she? Were there three sisters? Were there three girls?
1: Yeah, cause her two sisters just died recently, and I said, yeah, three sisters.
0: And I thought that's what the three was, and then she moved on and said seven, but three yeah. seven
1: is March seventh, and that's when she passed away. Yeah. And then during the shower...
0: <sighs> which, Jamie, I didn't get to tell you about. I, know, I didn't so tell you actually. <laughs> I
1: forgot. During the shower, one of the things to give away gifts that we decided to do was to have a timer go off every so often while I was opening the gifts. And whoever's gift I was opening, they would get, like, a prize, which was a bottle of wine. And Jamie, my sister, was like, should I have it go off every three minutes or every seven minutes? <laughs> and I didn't hear it. Oh, my God. I almost peed my pants. <laughs> <laughs> my friends that sat at the table with you were probably like, why is she getting so speech why is she over jumping? numbers? Yeah, why is she jumping at every little thing going like... <gasps> <gasps> did you see? Did you hear that? Yeah. Yeah, it was really good, though. It was cool.
0: Thank you. You
1: did amazing. Thank you. You're welcome.
0: So, now that we've talked, like... <laughs> minutes. Let's get into our coffee review. Yeah. yeah. And your shower was absolutely beautiful by the way. Thank you.
1: I loved it. It was a really special day.
0: I I loved it as well.
1: Yeah. So
0: today's coffee that we're reviewing is another black and brass coffee. Yes. So if you haven't heard the whole spiel... What
1: episode was our first one? That was on episode 42, which was the Boston Strangler. And then we did them another review again for them on episode 45, which was Jenny Lo Chang.
0: Yeah, so to hear the whole shebang, go to our Boston Strangler episode. And to hear another review for them, go to Jenny Lo Chang. Yes. Today's coffee from them is called Morning Brass. It is described as balance- Body delicious. Bang, boom
1: bang. (laughs) They have really good adjectives. They do. I wonder if they, like, looked up adjectives for their bags because it was great. (laughs) Maybe. So
0: their uh, description on their website is a complex blend of sweet and nutty tastes, full-bodied with a smoky aftertaste, which is an interesting combination i think the smoky i've never really had that before i've
1: never tasted smoky yeah in coffee before
0: what are you think? And
1: how does this taste to you like on your palate so immediately i can smell and taste the smokiness yeah and maybe it's just because i've never had it in coffee before but um it threw me off a little bit to be honest same because and we have raved about
0: black and brass so we do love their coffee but this one in particular I wasn't a, like a huge fan of just because even before I didn't read their description online at first yeah. so I initially thought ooh this might this is kind of bitter in like a strange way yeah but it was the smoky
1: yeah it's the smoky i mean I don't know. I'm not a fan of, like, smoked foods and yeah, cheese and... I don't eat meat, so... <laughs> well, even, like, like smoked Gouda or whatever. Yeah, no, Or, like, smoked spices. Mm-hmm. I'm not a huge fan of them, so I think it threw me off a little bit for this one. But if you are a fan of them, you might like it. Like, Casey, our brother, liked it. Yeah. Yeah. He... We
0: went in his room and we were like, what did you think of the coffee? And he was like, it's really good. But he is a fan of smoked stuff, so that would make sense. I would rate this one probably a 6. I concur. Yes. Casey had said just for those smoky fans out there, he'd probably do a 6.757. Yeah. So Well, he said 7 at first, and then
1: he's like, wait, (laughs) 6.75 to 7. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. Um, give it a try if you like the smokiness it's definitely a different type of coffee I think Mm -hmm.
0: but thank you black and brass we love you we enjoy your coffee we enjoy your chocolate oh my god (laughs) the chocolate bathe
1: me in that chocolate
0: (laughs) oh my god bury me for 17 years underground with the
1: cicadas (laughs) with that chocolate bury me as a nymph (laughs) with black and brass chocolate (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> delicious. oh delicious all right you ready yeah so, so grab, grab your coffee and have a morning, morning with us. us all right guys so today's case well as always i'm going to start with the background but today's case is on kendrick johnson he was born october 10th 1995 and at the time of this event he was 17 years old his parents were kenneth johnson and Jacqueline johnson he lived with his family in Valdosa, Georgia, and he went to La- Lowndes High School. He was described as sweet and quiet, athletic, and he wanted to play professional football. Now I'm going to move on to when he went missing. On January tenth, two 2013, Kendrick didn't come home from school.
0: That's his, terrifying. I know. I, that's
1: just like a parent's worst nightmare. Yeah. His parents reported him missing that midnight so that was very like quick right yeah oh
0: my god I have chills while you're saying this for yeah. some reason
1: like just that's like a, I feel like every parent's worst nightmare your kid doesn't come home from school
0: like your the school is a safe place you send your kid there for the day expecting
1: yeah. them to come home and then they just don't yeah that's just that's absolutely terrifying yeah so on January 11th 2013 that's where we're at now Students noticed socks sticking out of one of the rolled-up mats in the gym. So, I was saying to Brent earlier, if you picture, like, wrestling mats or cheerleading mats, that, like, you roll up into those big, thick rolls. Mm-hmm. So, students said they noticed socks sticking out of the, the mats. Um, Lowndes High School had two gymnasiums, an old gym and a new gym. A bunch of wrestling mats were kept in the corner of the old gym... The mats were actually six feet tall and around three inches wide. Um, Kendrick and many other students often used to roll up the mat, often used the roll up mats to store their things in. So like they would just honestly like put them in the holes of the mats when they were rolled up so they didn't have to pay like the locker fees.
0: And I'm assuming most of the time these mats were laid horizontally on the floor. And I think I actually heard on a podcast that for some reason that week they were moved upright against the the wall. wall.
1: Okay. So. Wow. And this is a quote from Wikipedia. It says, quote, a student at the school said that he shared a pair of Adidas shoes with Johnson. And after gym class, Johnson would always, quote, go to the mats, jump up and toss the shoes inside of the middle of the hole. End quote. So, it was a common thing. The kids Mm -hmm. did it. One student went to the mat and realized that there was a body inside of the mat.
0: That's terrifying. I just can't
1: even imagine. No. One article said that the student tried pulling the body out but couldn't and then got help from a teacher. Oh,
0: my God. Imagine the panic that that kid was in. Like, first just being like, oh, Oh, I see socks. Yeah. And then going. They must have, I'm thinking... They must have either climbed or, like, been standing looking over on bleachers or something to be able to see in. And they're like, oh, my God, it's actually a body. And trying to pull the person
1: out, like, this kid is stuck. Yeah. That is terrifying. I... That had to have been traumatic. Yeah. The mat was unrolled and Kendrick was then found. A student called 911 and the school went into lockdown. Johnson's parents were then informed... Um, something that I just want to insert there that
0: I don't remember what podcast this was on. I heard it a while ago. One of these podcasts mentioned that his mom was actually in the school that morning in the front office because she's like, I still haven't found my kid. Let me check if he showed up for school, whatever. And she was in the front office when they got a call to the front office about what was happening. And she was like... No, no, no. Like, something's not right. And she went... She, like, either made them... I can't remember exactly. She either made them tell her, like, what the hell was going on, or she, like, ran down to the gym to see what was going on. My God, I can't even imagine. Yeah.
1: Ugh. So, when they found him, he had been headfirst in the center of a vertical, rolled-up wrestling mat. His sneakers were shoved behind his knees, and... He just had his socks on because his sneakers were off at that point. Mm-hmm. One arm was stretched above his head and the other was down around his waist. So strange. Yeah. Very strange way. I don't know. I mean,
0: the fact, too, that his sneakers were behind his knees. Like, I feel like even if you, even if he had gone down into the mat, and his shoes slid off, they would have fallen out or been towards the top. Like, how would they fall? How would his, how would they see his socked feet towards the top, and then his sneakers are behind him? Yeah, I don't know. Like, that doesn't really make sense to me. I don't know. So, moving on to the findings and or cause of death. The initial autopsy by the Georgia Bureau of Investigation, or the GBI, stated that Johnson had died from, quote, positional asphyxia and he suffocated as a result of being stuck upside down in an enclosed space for an extended period of time the sheriff's department theorized that johnson must have accidentally fallen into the center of the mat while reaching for a sneaker like because of we because we mentioned putting it there instead of a locker and then trying to grab it after 24 hours of being found The Lowndes County investigators ruled Johnson's death an accident. Now, we're going to kind of talk about, like, if this even adds up, because we just mentioned what they ruled it as, but as we just said, some things really just don't make sense. Yeah. So, when rolled up, the mat left a 14-inch hole in diameter in the center. Johnson's shoulders measured 19 inches across, and he was 5 feet 10 inches
1: tall. So I don't
0: really see how he could have
1: fit in there. Yeah. Tightly. I don't see how he could have. The only thing I'm thinking of is, like, after being in that position for a while, like, the mats were obviously, like, pliable, and, like, they could have stretched a little bit.
0: Yeah. From, like,
1: the initial hole of just, like, the, the weight of gravity pulling him down. But
0: how would have he have fit in in the first place if his know. shoulders were 19 inches across? I don't know. So investigators argued that he could have squeezed his shoulders together to fit. But even then, like, how are you think? like, okay, as a person going down for a shoe, seeing that it's that tight of a space... How would he even think, oh, I can squeeze my shoulders tight together like this and then I'll be able to get out?
1: You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know.
0: Like, I don't see how... I don't know. I just don't see how he would do but, that. But, yeah. Instead of just tipping the mat over
1: or something. Yeah. And, like, just to get over it at that point, too. Like, how did you even get up onto it and, over, and inside of right. it, you know?
0: And going head first, how would you think you... How would you... Like, how in your mind do you think you would wiggle out yeah, if you could know. barely fit in? I don't know. So, his parents maintained that his size versus the size of the mat alone was enough to throw out the investigator's case, which I kind of agree with that. Yeah. Because it, the size-wise just doesn't make sense. Yeah, for helping the whole life. Yeah. He was upside down for over a day until his body was discovered. Therefore, blood would have rushed to his head and he eventually would have begun to bleed from his uh, facial orifices, which is just absolutely oh awful.
1: I can't even imagine finding him like that. Yeah.
0: It was found that his body was in an inverted position for 21 hours. Ugh. Which is just... Uh, I. It makes me sick thinking, number one, if he did go in there by choice... How no one would have heard him screaming for help. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And number two, that he was like that for 21 hours and people were using the gym while he was in there like that. Were
1: people in the old gym? Because that's where he was. Or were they in the new gym? That's what I was wondering. Like, just playing devil's advocate. Well... Like, if, was there people actually, like, in the vicinity, or did he, they just use this as, like, a storage place for, like, these things? stuff,
0: but then wouldn't there people be people going in and out, getting their stuff throughout the day anyway? Even if the gym yeah. wasn't be, being used for gym class, if people are not using lockers and storing their stuff in there... Yeah. Wouldn't someone have seen them sooner, too? That's yeah. just weird. it is very weird. So... Uh, da, 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 da. Sorry, I lost my spot. Twenty one hours. Um, a black and white gym shoe was laying on the ground below Kendrick Johnson. So as we mentioned, there were sh- there were his shoes behind his knees, but there was also this black and white gym shoe below him. Yeah. And the one investigator said he would have, like the one that the investigator said he would have tried reaching in the mats. That's what they're saying he was going for. The shoe was on top of a pool of blood. But there was no blood on the shoe itself, which is also really strange if he was upside down over it. How would there be a pool of blood underneath the shoe but not on the shoe? Yeah. That also just doesn't make sense.
1: Yeah, it's very strange.
0: Yeah. A hoodie and a pair of orange and black gym shoes were also found lying on the floor of the gym. And traces of blood were on the wall nearby in the gym. The blood was allegedly tested and revealed that it did not belong to Kendrick Johnson. And it was reported that the blood had likely been there for a long time, which is also strange. Like, Ew. how is there just random blood on this school gym wall, and no one's cleaned it? Maybe
1: like a nosebleed, and like yeah, ugh. but still, like, wouldn't you clean, clean it? That? I yeah. don't know.
0: So investigators did not take the hoodie and orange and black gym shoes into evidence, I which that why. doesn't make like, sense it was
1: at the scene of the crime. Yeah, doesn't make any sense. Yeah.
0: So who knows where that is? What happened to it? whose it was what's that's very
1: strange mm-hmm. so on now on to May 8th of 2013 a judge granted Kendrick Johnson's body be exhumed June 15th 2013 Kendrick's parents hired an independent autopsy conducted by William R. Anderson with forensic dimensions in Heathrow Florida so they decided to do their own like they got his body exhumed and they wanted to have another like autopsy done So the findings of this autopsy actually indicated traces of blunt force trauma to the right neck and soft tissues, which suggested the death was not accidental, which Mm. is very interesting. Mm. His parents also suspected that the body had been moved after his death, which Lowndes County Coroner Bill Watson corroborated. Um, This is an ATI article, quote... Uh, Georgia's state law dictates that the coroner be contacted immediately on the discovery of the body, but Watson claimed that he was not ident- notified until six hours later. That's
0: so strange, especially since it was in a school. Who the fuck were they having come to the scene for six hours
1: before the coroner? And, like, yes, had to have been moved from the vertical position to get him out and realize that it was, you know, a body. hmm But, like, why... Why weren't they called
0: sooner? I actually also saved and we'll post this on our um, in our pictures on Facebook. I saved a picture of the coroner's report, and it says description of circumstances. I was not notified in this death until fifteen forty five hours. The investigative climate was very poor to worse when I arrived on the scene. The body had been noticeably moved. The scene had been compromised and there was no cooperation from law enforcement at the scene. Furthermore, the integrity of the evidence bag was compromised on January 13, 2013, by opening the sealed bag and exhibiting the dead body to his father. Hmm. So, that's on a coroner report. Coroner's report. It's saying that like the condition of the crime
1: scene was very poor. Yeah, I don't get why it took so long for the him to be called or her.
0: Yeah, and the fact that, like you said, yeah, of course the mat had to be moved and it had to be open for yeah. him to get him out. But were they allowing people to come in and out? Right. Was he being moved around? Like,
1: I don't know. It's uh, sketchy. <sighs> so what came after his death, and that's where we're at now. Johnson's family then believed his death was more along the lines of a murder, naturally, after getting that, you know, report. Johnson's family filed legal action to open the coroner's inquest into his death. The judge said that he wouldn't open this until the U.S. Attorney Office authorized it. The family and NAACP and other activists held a rally at the Georgia State Capitol in Atlanta for the governor of Georgia to immediately authorize this but they basically said they still wouldn't do this until the U.S. attorney authorized it. Mm. So they were leaving it up to, like, bigger mm-hmm. hands. The independent op- autopsy was done by William Anderson uh, that I mentioned before, noted that Johnson's body was filled with newspaper. That is so strange to me. Yeah, I thought it was strange, too. Um, apparently, at the funeral homes, um, when they receive a body that doesn't have like certain organs or something that should be there they fill it. Mm-hmm. So apparently the funeral home that processed his body after the GBI autopsy said that the organs were never received and that they were quote destroyed through natural process. So it is what it is, but they go and fill the the body cavity with something.
0: Yeah, but I'm sorry isn't there something more respectful or better to fill the body with than newspaper? Yeah. That just seems a little disrespectful to me. Like, yeah. you're just taking whatever you have around and, st- you know what I mean? Like, they should have a process where it, it's a specific thing you
1: fill yeah. this
0: person's body with. For everybody. Yeah.
1: There was contradicting info throughout the investigation, which was also strange. This is a quote from an ATI article as well. The Georgia Bureau of Investigations, or the GBI, initially claimed that when the body was sent to the funeral home after the first autopsy, Johnson's organs had been put back inside the body. However, the coroner said that these organs were not sent to the funeral home because they were too decomposed and were instead disposed of beforehand. The funeral home said that it received the body without organs, which it replaced with paper or sawdust as a common practice while embalming. So why did
0: the investigation bureau claim one thing? Yeah. And the coroner claim another. Yeah, I feel and like then they even said they filled it with something that it wasn't filled with.
1: I feel like you should definitely know where the organs of a body is that you did an autopsy yeah.
0: on. <laughs> yeah. And if you actually sent it to the coroner with or without it. Yeah. That's just very strange.
1: So, as funeral homes are authorized to do, they filled the void with newspaper, like we said. Therefore, Kendrick's organs couldn't be tested during the second autopsy, which, I mean, I feel like that was a big part of the second autopsy, too. Yeah, yeah. The family filed a complaint to the funeral home, but the funeral home was cleared without any wrongdoing. Basically, the article said that, like, it wasn't best practice by any means, but they didn't violate any rules by doing what they did. Just disrespectful.
0: Yeah.
1: Hmm. So, moving on to surveillance
0: tapes, because I'm sure everyone's like, was there fucking CCTV?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Of course there (laughs) (laughs) was.
0: So, in November of 2013, 290 hours of surveillance tapes from 35 cameras were released to CNN after the court requested it. Tapes from two cameras were missing an hour and five minutes of footage. Right around prime time Mm -hmm. of when you could be seeing where Kendrick was and what he was doing.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Another set was missing two hours and ten minutes. Apparently, the camera systems were not synchronized properly, which explains some of the lapses in time, but I don't think it can really explain that much lapse in time. Yeah, that's a big gap. Yeah. And... Some of the cameras only recorded when triggered by motion sensors. The timestamps on the different cameras differed by as much as 20 minutes during the same time period. And the area of the gym where Johnson's body was found was out of range of all cameras, which... Of course. Yeah. How convenient. Yeah. Honestly, like, that's just... That's what makes me question... A lot of this, honestly, is that there's that much time missing and conveniently he's not in view of when he should be in view to see what happened to him. You know, that's just... Like where
1: he was walking. Yeah, it's really
0: sketchy, especially since, like, this school had cameras. Yeah. So what's the point of having cameras in specific places but not in others or someone knew where the cameras were and weren't? Yeah. You know? So... They, uh, da, 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 the only clear info was that he entered the school at 7.31am and was last seen at 1.09pm walking into the gym where he was found dead uh, the next day. And he was never shown leaving the gym and never showed up for his following classes. So, clearly, like, they saw him walk into the gym. Mm-hmm. They knew he had been in there, and, but he's never seen walking out. And then he never showed up to any of his other classes. So, clearly, that's when
1: something happened. happened.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The family believed that there was some kind of cover-up because of the inconsistencies of the tapes. But after analysis of the camera systems, there was an explanation for the abnormalities in the cameras, which kind of ruled the cover-up idea out. And Johnson's parents also believed that their son's death was not taken seriously because of his race. And this is a quote from um, ATI article again. Quote, indeed, in 2013, racism in Valdosta, Georgia was still very much alive. The family's attorney, Shaveen King, expressed that if Kendrick had been white, the case would have been handled differently. So moving on to some lawsuits, because obviously, with a case as unresolved as this one, there's going to be unhappiness that comes along with it and yeah. just
1: feelings wh- of un- unrest yeah the family
0: yeah so johnson's family filed a wrongful death lawsuit against the lowndes county board of education also the school superintendent and the principal principal of lowndes high school
1: yeah i feel like honestly they were just trying to to do it at whoever could have been potentially involved
0: or responsible right th- yeah I mean I could see them suing the school and the and
1: because their child was supposed to be safe and taken care and, of like their. why aren't they held accountable like where are like why don't they where's the know supervision where they were? Yeah. yeah
0: where's the supervision and if you have cameras in the school why don't you have why don't I have footage of where my child went
1: and the thing is too like he's seen on it a list of you know his cl- is it class attendance that he's not shown up why aren't the parents called and said like what happened why didn't he show up for his classes today mm-hmm. instead of him coming home and not you know being unless they were and,
0: and the information we found just didn't say that Mitch which but could like they,
1: they he didn't come home from school and that's when they called the police at midnight so I doubt it so, moving on to January 10th, thousand and thirteen, the lawsuit said that Johnson, quote, was violently assaulted, severely injured, suffered great physical pain and mental anguish, and subjected to insult and loss of life. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, if,
0: if he was, if this was a crime committed by someone else and it wasn't just a freak accident, mm-hmm.
1: that well, They're accurate, true, yeah. yeah. The lawsuit did not say specific names of suspects, but they did mention it was racial in nature, and the attack was potentially by a white student or students that had attacked and harassed Johnson in the past. Mm. Allegedly, there he was attacked on a bus trip 14 months prior to his death, so that's kind of where um, those students' names came up from.
0: Well, wow, that's really fucking awful. Yeah. And, I mean, even if even if they weren't involved with his death, uh, I'm sure they feel really shitty that that happened once. Right, that they were just yeah. involved, yeah.
1: Or I would hope they, they feel really shitty, I yeah. should have said. The lawsuit also said another student, quote, had a history of provoking and attacking Johnson at school. Mm. And that these incidents happened, quote, in the presence of coaching staff and employees, which is fucked up. Uh... I feel like the school is at fault for a lot, if
0: that's the case, because in a normal, because I worked in a school system for years, in a normal school setting,
1: you don't, you can literally
0: lose your job and get fined and shit for that. Yeah. Like, you're responsible for those children, and if you're allowing bullying situations or whatever, like, you can really get fucked for that. Yeah. So, clearly this, I mean, hopefully they've changed things since then in that
1: school district. They hope. And fired some people. It wasn't even that long ago, though. <laughs> this was when I was in high school.
0: Yeah, that's insane.
1: It also claimed that the school, oh, I'm sorry, I read that part. Oh, no, I didn't. It also claimed that the school's employees failed to, quote, maintain a properly functioning video surveillance system, end quote. Which, yes, they did. But now that I think about it, and again, I'm trying to play devil's advocate, my high school did not have surveillance when I was in high school. Mm -hmm. At all. Like, anywhere. Because my car got hit in the parking lot, or there was, like, questionable, and they didn't have, you know, videotape of the parking lot or anywhere in the school.
0: But did... You didn't have surveillance at all, though. No.
1: But this school did. Did, yeah. So, like, why didn't they have it in appropriate places? Right. In partial parts, but not in others. August of 2014... A $5 million lawsuit was filed against Ebony Magazine. This magazine published an article describing two possible suspects, to a T, um, with the use of pseudonyms. They actually didn't, like, mention the names of the kids, but they were like, this is what they look like. There was basically no denying who these suspects were because of the details were so vivid Mm -hmm. Um, of the descriptions of them, including that one that the father was in the FBI. Oh, Lord. So, like, literally, how many fathers are in the FBI and their children go to a school And
0: you're using, like...
1: Yeah. Like, descriptions that clearly fit those people. I would have sued them. I don't know. (laughs) The parents of these two boys state that their kids were not involved, and the article caused a lot of harassment to them. Which, if that's the case and they were not involved yes, it's terrible that they were brought into it and it could have potentially ruined their lives. Yeah. But if they were involved, like... That's what a trial is for, though. Yeah.
0: You know? Like, innocent. Definitely not
1: guilty. in a magazine.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's absolutely absurd. So, January 2015, there was a $100 million loss civil lawsuit that was filed in the Superior Court of DeCobb County by the Johnson family against 38 people. The people included three classmates, local, state, and federal officials, superintendent of Lowndes County, Valdosta Lowndes Crime Lab, police chief of Valdosta, many deputies, the city of Valdosta, the state medical examiner, GBI and five agents, and one FBI agent. The lawsuit claimed that the FBI agent told his two sons and classmates to attack Johnson, that his death was a murder, and that there was a subsequent cover-up. November 2015, the federal investigation was complicated and taking more time than anticipated, so the Johnsons dropped the wrongful death lawsuit in hopes to reopen it after the federal investigation was over. The Johnsons were then sued for over $850,000 in attorney fees and $1 million in defamation charges, which I'm sorry, but that's beyond fucked up. That family yeah. lost their child regardless. Yeah, they don't need to be sued. Yeah. Yeah. June 10, 2016, the Department of Justice said they would not be filing any criminal charges related to Johnson's death, stating, quote, After extensive investigation into this tragic event, federal investigators determined that there is insufficient evidence to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that someone or some group of people willfully violated Kendrick Johnson's civil rights or committed any other prosecutable federal crime. August 10th, 2017, Georgia Judge Richard Porter said that Johnson's family, and attorney, had to pay over $292,000 in legal fees to the people involved in the civil suit, which... Jesus. That's just awful. It really is awful. hmm um, He accused the family of making up evidence to support their case, which I think they're just a family that is deeply grieving and and have no answers yeah Yeah. june 2018 kendrick johnson's body was exhumed again and a third autopsy was carried out and this autopsy actually confirmed what the second one had concluded
1: yeah
0: and they said it was a quote non-accidental blunt force trauma to his right neck and i had read in an article that It almost looked like an injury that could be caused by like a 45 pound dumbbell to the neck. Jesus. Yeah.
1: That's insane.
0: Which is. I'm sorry. How do you miss
1: that the first time? I know. Yikes. Um, In 2019, the Johnsons filed a lawsuit against the funeral home, which, again, remember, they were the ones that um, put the newspaper in his. Uh, his body to fill the void. Mm-hmm. March 10th, 2021. 2021! This case was officially this reopened. Year, yeah people. It was officially reopened. The Lowndes County Sheriff, Ashley Polk, said that he was not reopening the case due to there being something wrong with the original investigation. He also said that he did not believe this case was a homicide. He said that the brothers that were previously named in the investigation were not suspects. And this is a quote from Ashley Polk. Quote, I'm not accusing anybody of anything, but I want to start fresh with it. Look at it all the way through. I think the community deserves it. I'm sorry. Like, I feel like he should have said, I think Kendrick deserves it. Right. Or I think
0: Kendrick's family deserves it more so than the the community. community.
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess maybe if it was a tight-knit community that all grieved the way his family and um, his friends did. I don't know. But, yeah. That was just, uh, like, I just found that poorly worded, I think. Yeah, apparently it took, he requested all of the files and paperwork of the case from, I think it was some district attorney's office Mm -hmm. and to like reopen this case and it took them like a really long time to get him all the paperwork.
0: Wow. And then
1: he eventually got the paperwork and then that's when it was officially reopened. He said he was going to go through every single piece of paperwork to make sure everything was done properly and that there was no like inconsistencies with the. Well
0: I'm glad he's doing that like props
1: to you Mr.
0: Polk but yeah I feel like I hope he's looking at it with fresh eyes and unbiased eyes. And that if there is inconsistencies, he He pulls them out. Yeah.
1: Yeah. This is a quote from Jacqueline, who again was Kendrick's mom. Quote, it's been eight long years. I'm feeling hopeful. And that's where we're going to end the story. But Mm -hmm. just a little side note real quick. Um, There's a film out actually by Jason Pollock on amazon prime and it's called finding kendrick johnson i don't know if it's on do you yeah i don't know if it's on any other platforms but i know i did see it on amazon prime so i wanted i want to watch it i didn't get a chance yet so i'm gonna watch it but
0: um yeah and we just saw that this just came out end yeah. of july yeah like a couple weeks ago yeah and what did it say it was a four let me see it took four years to research, and it was the product of a four-year undercover investigation into the facts of the case. Wow. So, there should be some stuff in there Very that in we depth. didn't
1: <laughs> cover. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. And this case is just so sad. I just feel for his family and him if that's not really what happened, and, you know, obviously, we want justice for him and his, in his family. Mm-hmm. And
0: even if that is, even if it was a freak accident... I feel like his, I wish there was a way to prove that so his family had a closure that that's what happened, you know? And if it wasn't, then justice should be served. Hopefully they'll be able to figure that out.
1: With, yeah, with the opening of the case. Mm -hmm. Reopening.
0: Yeah. So that's about it. That is it. Do we have any announcements? Um... Hold on tight for those
1: shirts, loves. We're trying. (laughs) Guys, it's hard. We we hate this. (laughs) We love merch so much, but it's so hard to get exactly what you want and, like, not We're being picky. We're being picky, bitches. But that's good because we don't want to settle for, like, shit clothing that we wouldn't wear Mm -hmm. and try to sell it because it's, like, one thing to have a t-shirt, but we want to have more than just that.
0: yeah. I think we should release our other merch that we have for now, just to wet the palette. Yeah, we did get
1: something in. <laughs> some Maybe things. we should release that. Yeah, some things. Yeah. Maybe we should just release those soon. The shirts,
0: we're kind of struggling with uh, getting done for you guys right now, but we'll yeah. make it happen. We it promise. will happen. Don't worry. And the beautiful graphics, as we mentioned before. Yes. Thank you, Erica.
1: We're obsessed. So That's why we want these out
0: so badly (laughs) i know because we've
1: been telling everyone we got new graphics and they're like i'm dying like all my friends at the shower were like where the fuck is the new merchandise (laughs) because we want it yeah now
0: yeah i want it now should we tell them about that guy in
1: the car and what we thought happened on the way on the drive back the crazy guy in the car oh yeah that he
0: wanted he wanted our crime, Colts, and Coffee
1: <laughs> merch! So I have something on the back of my car that's crime, Colts, and Coffee. Hint hint magnet. Hint hint. <laughs> and this guy, we were almost home yesterday, driving home. He pulls up next to me on a one-lane road. Like a maniac. Like a fucking maniac. It was I was going like 50, okay? fucking maniac screaming like yelling something at me and i'm like driving and trying to look at him at the same time trying to figure out what the fuck he was saying and there's just
0: a girl sitting in the passenger seat yeah, like
1: just like chilling. looking
0: yeah and then
1: he like whips in front of me and i'm like that was fucking weird what does he want and then for the next, like, two, three miles or so. Yeah. He's, like, his his hand is out of the driver's side. And he's, like, Going pointing. Going over the hood yeah, of the car. Pointing over the hood of the car to, like, the right side. And we're, like, the, what the fuck? Does he want us to pull over? But he wasn't slowing down to pull over no. or anything. So we've come to the conclusion that he really just, liked the sticker. Or the, I'm sorry, the magnet on the back of my car. And he was a Crime Calls and Coffee fan <laughs> asking for our signatures. He <laughs> was, like. So cool. oh. Where, where'd you get the magnet? Are you Kelsey and Brennan? <laughs> That's what we decided he was saying. That's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> Whether he was psychotic or not, I don't know. But I think he liked Brennan. Let fresh us
0: know. Fresh. Were you the manic fan? <laughs> were you the manic fan who just wanted a freaking magnet for Not your car? wanted. He needed. needed. He
1: needed. He was about to rip that shit off your trunk. He was. If I was going any slower. <laughs> I was like, should I pull over? Mom's like, no. I was like, I was like, pull over. I know. Like, what if something's wrong? But truly, he was just a fan.
0: And then we quickly made a turn without a turn signal. And I watched to make sure he wasn't following because we were actually a little bit scared. We escaped him. Yeah, we were a little scared. Yeah. But, uh. All right. I think that's it. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, our t-shirts that we do have, our, our original oh, yeah. tees, where yes. we do the tie-dye and the splatter and our plain black, we only have five of those babies left.
1: Oh, damn.
0: Yeah. So, if you guys want an, an original t-shirt, which <laughs> maybe we'll be getting those back at some point, but who knows since we now changed our logo. Yeah. There are, I will tell you, let's see, there are zero smalls zero mediums three large one extra large and one double xl left and that's that cool so just so everyone knows we have stickers as usual please 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 rate and review for us on apple because the or the rating really does help our podcast to be seen especially since
1: Uh, There's so many true crime podcasts out there nowadays. It does, and we have some really cool ideas coming up for the future, especially with spooky season coming upon us. Our fave. Our fave. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, just in general, we have a a bunch of cool ideas that we need to get worked out, and they will be coming soon. Yeah, and we can't do that without your
0: listener support, so Uh we appreciate you guys, and uh remember you get a free sticker or stickers if you review if you rate and review yes and we're also planning a give another giveaway for the future correct yes pretty soon so look out for that yeah and we love you guys until next week bye bitches see ya